Today we're going to be reading r slash pro revenge. Boyfriend cheats on me with my step-sibling, so I get him kicked out and destroy his relationship with his parents. I've been wanting to post my story on here for absolutely ages, but I never got around to doing it. So I figured, since I have a red account now, might as well post it. When I was around 17, I started dating a guy, 19, I'll call him Jake for the sake of this post. Also, age of consent where I live is 16, so nothing illegal happening here. We got on well, spent a lot of time together, and cared for each other a lot. We even started talking about living together once we both moved out. We were a perfectly happy couple, or so I thought. You see, after we had been dating for a few months, something in Jake changed. He was getting a lot more distant. Whenever he was with me, he'd be checking his phone constantly. We stopped spending as much time together, and he started to get really funny about public affection, regarding things like hand-holding and stuff. He also seemed to start caring less and less about my feelings. I used to have a bit of a thing for humiliation in the bedroom, nothing too far, and we spoke about what he should and shouldn't say, but he started to get more and more degrading. He'd tell me how no one would ever love me and would pick on my insecurities. I actually broke down crying a few times when this happened. To give him a bit of credit, the first few times he did stop everything he was doing and apologize and cuddle with me until I felt better, but that eventually stopped too, and he began rolling his eyes and telling me to grow up. It was like he was a completely different person. The insults started to steep into our everyday life. He'd pick on my appearance a lot, bring up family. I was dealing with a lot of family issues at the time. Bring up the fact that I slept around before we started dating, a sort of rebellion caused by family issues, etc. If he got upset by it, he'd just leave the room and let me cry by myself. I started to feel like it was my fault our relationship was falling apart and maybe I wasn't good enough for him. I knew deep down that he was cheating on me and that was confirmed when I got a message from a guy, David, on Facebook telling me he was sleeping with Jake. He apologized and told me he broke things off with Jake as soon as he found out he had a boyfriend. I couldn't be mad at David. It wasn't his fault. We spoke for hours and I reassured David it wasn't his fault. He'd done nothing wrong. David also helped me to stop making excuses for Jake's attitude and the way he'd been acting. He was a godsend. The thing that truly broke me happened not too long after the cheating was discovered. We'd been arguing a hell of a lot more. Then he decided to do something absolutely unforgivable. You see, he had a strained relationship with my father for years. He'd cheat on my mother constantly, and eventually he'd settled down and had kids with the girl he'd seen behind her back. He did try to have some sort of relationship with me until I was about 3, 14-ish, and then decided he didn't love me as much as the other kids, and we stopped any and all contact. It broke me, and it still hurts to think about to this day. Anyway, Jake went out of his way to find one of my step-siblings online and slept with them. He bragged about it the next day, and my step-sibling actually posted online what happened, and I received a bunch of messages from their friends telling me how I deserved it. This was the lowest point in my life. I hated myself, partly for allowing it to happen and partly because I started to believe what they were saying. My only solace during this time was David. I didn't want to burn in my friends with my problems, and David was one of the only people who knew firsthand what Jake was like. We spoke for a few weeks and eventually talked turned to revenge. I had tried calling things off a couple months prior due to Jake's awful behavior, but he stood up with the apologies and telling me he didn't mean it and he'd never do it again. He even spoke to some of my family members who unknowingly pressured me to get back together with him as we were such a sweet couple. I hadn't wanted to tell them the real reason that we broke up, so I kept the details pretty vague, though I'm pretty sure some of them seen my step-siblings post and knew why I didn't want to be with him. After weeks of talking and planning, I finally had enough and decided to do something about it. My father wasn't exactly a rich man, but he worked a pretty well-paying job and earned enough money to live comfortably. He'd begin spreading rumors around when I was younger, during a custody battle with my mother that he had set up a trust fund for me and that there was enough money there to get me set up in my own place when I was 18, plus a bit extra. 
I knew that this was absolute bullshit. He tried to get out of playing child support all the time. Of course, he'd never set up a trust fund for me. However, Jake didn't. I decided to use this to my advantage. Jake and I were still dating, though I avoided him any chance I got. Until one night, where I sat him down and told him that I'd be turning 18 in a couple of weeks, I started thinking about getting us our own place, with the trust fund my father had set up for me. He immediately cheered up at this, and honestly, I think that was the first night, the first time in a few months that he'd said anything nice to me when we weren't in public or with friends and family. This very nearly made me want to call the whole thing off, but I spoke to David later that night, and he reminded me that Jake would go back to his usual degrading attitude in no time. We started looking at flats, though Jake was kind enough to let me have the final say and handle the paperwork, because how could he possibly go out and cheat on me if he had to do the paperwork for the flat? I was a little surprised by this. To be very honest, I always thought he'd want his name on the paperwork and everything, so I couldn't kick him out. But by this point, he'd slept with my step-sibling, degraded me, smashed my self-confidence to pieces, cheated on me regularly, and I think he thought I wouldn't kick him out no matter what he did. Anyway, I started taking extra shifts at work to try and save enough money to actually move out. Not with Jake, though. Oh, no. I was moving in with my friend Emma. We had both been thinking about moving out for a while anyways and thought, why not just be roommates? We found a cute little bedroom flat that was close to our college and work and started getting stuffed moved in. I also didn't want to bring any trouble to my mother's door if Jake started kicking up a fuss. Emma had no issues with clawing the face off of him if need be and told me not to worry about him coming to our front door. Then came the next part of the plan. I waited till a week or so before Jake and I were supposedly moving into our own flat and stole his phone for a few minutes. He stopped caring about leaving his phone unattended and would sometimes brag about how lucky he was to be able to sleep with whoever he wanted and come home to a little bitch who'd make him dinner. So that day when he went out for a shower, he wasn't all too bothered about taking his phone with him. Perfect. I went onto his phone, deleted my number from his contacts, and changed the name of his MM's contact as mine. Pleased, I went into the kitchen, smashed one of the plates, it was my mother's, but it was a cheap one from a local shop, and I did replace it as soon as possible. I left for work once everything was done, my mother had left for work a couple hours prior, so she was safe. I just needed a reason for him to get pissed off, and oh boy did he get pissed off. His first reaction was to text me, calling me disgusting names under the sun, except it wasn't me he texted, it was his mom. I texted her in advance and told her I hoped she'd forgive me, but she had to see what her son was really like. She'd never try to defend him as much, she just didn't know how bad his behavior was. She actually called him out a couple times where he'd slip up and been harsh with me while she was there. She went apeshit. I never found out exactly how their argument went as she phoned him to scream at him and call him out for his shitty behavior, finally seeing how horrible her son was. It didn't help that she'd been sent screenshots of some of the times he admitted to cheating. She was absolutely disgusted by her son's behavior and phoned me to apologize on Jake's behalf. It wasn't her fault, though. He's old enough to know to act like a damn adult. He wound up telling his mom essentially that her opinion didn't matter as he'd be moving in with me anyways. Needless to say, he called me on Facebook. After I deleted my number from his phone, I took some satisfaction in telling him we weren't moving in together, the trust fund wasn't real. I already told him that in the past. He just refused to listen. And that I'd moved in with Emma. I was called all the sluts and whores under the sun. His voice turned into a white noise after a while. I told him we were over, hung up, blocked him on everything. He had to run back to his mom and dad, his tail between his legs, and they took him back for a little while. Though after a bit, the arguments became too much and his parents kicked him out. He stayed with a couple friends for a few months before he managed to get his own place. His parents, especially his mother, has not been the same with him since. I still talk to his mom on occasions. Lastly, David and I took the liberty of sending screenshots of Jake's abuse to as many people he'd been hooking up with as possible. 
A couple of sleepless nights were spent trying to hack people down on Facebook. Part of it was to get back at Jake, but most of it was to make sure none of them got roped up into a full-on relationship with him and I'd deal with all the crap I'd gone through. So there it is, my little story of pro-revenge. I know it's really long, so there's a summary below. I wasn't ever planning on posting my story, but I was strolling through Facebook the other day and one of Jake's new accounts popped up on People You May Know section. After talking with Emma about it, she suggested posting it here. I hope it fits the subreddit. Bye. I'm sorry, Jake, complete trash, trash human being. I'm sorry, that's just how it is. Um, I love Emma, I love David, I love OP, and I love Jake's mom. You know who's also trash though? Your step-sibling. You really gonna post and brag that you slept with your step-sibling's like, significant other? Come on, why you gotta do that? On to our second post, make me look bad on the job? Well, we'll see about that. I worked at a clothing store in a mall for a year and a half. It was not fun, but thinking back, Recently, I forgot this golden gem of pro-revenge. So a new girl had just been hired, as many new people did that job, and right away you could tell she thought she was hot shit. We're talking about acting like a manager, talking about how many hours she had, and worst of all, she wouldn't shut up about all the dudes she was banging, and how much money she got from them was the most important part. To put it lightly, she was cold-hearted bitch who made everyone feel bad about their insignificant lives, as she put it. Here's where things go down. In our store, all the racks were milled steel bars and hooks, so really hard to break and really expensive. They could, however, be bent out of shape if heavy, long coats stayed on them for long periods of time. This hot shit here thought it would be a good idea to impress management by putting all the coats on the same rack using the milled steel bars instead of a circular rack that wouldn't warp. I protested, of course, as I had been there longer, but she said, I get paid more than you, so do what I say. She got hired as a key holder out of the gate, so she made a dollar more than I did per hour. I go along with it, put the heavy winter coats on the milled steel, and go about my life. Well, two weeks later, the milled steel the course warped, and the management saw this. They flipped. Cheapo store, any cost was bad to them. Anyway, she blames it on me, and I get written up for it. Now I refuse to sign, so they give me less hours, which also cuts my pay. Because she lied, I was now making 50% less than before, and I had a formal written complaint against me. To say I was ticked off wouldn't even start, so I devised a plan to get back at her. You see, the dry roll on the center pills had sustained water damage for an early melt earlier that year, making them extremely soft. However, they provide largest coverage of shelf space in the entire store, meaning a good 20% of shelf space couldn't be used. Now the kicker is Miss Hotshit didn't know about this, and she came in a week after it. And to the naked eye, you couldn't think the pillar couldn't be used, as there was banners on it to try and hide the yellowing. I may have suggested what a way to stop being able to have product on the pillars, and how someone could come up with a nice display, it would bring a lot of customers due to people would see it from the mall's main floor. We were just off the food court. Her eyes lit up. Now here's the thing, I was taking a small break to a nice snowy lake cabin the next day, and the people she had working with her were the manager and the temps who were not allowed to handle marketing and logistics. Now I knew she wouldn't want the managers to see because she wanted all the glory from it. So her being a temp and them not being able to put shelving put a heavy winter clothing mill rack attached to the soft draw bar of pillars. Within a week, the drywall on the pillars collapsed and ruined $500 worth of product. Now, she tried to shift blame on me, but I was away for a whole week, so it could not have been me, because obviously that can't happen if I'm in a forest hundreds of miles away from civilization. So no dice there, and she promptly got charged with the repair, demoted to sales associate, and written up for what they finally realized was not just this, but the one they wanted me to sign. The repair was $2,500, plus the 500 stock that had to be destroyed, when 40 pounds of drywall came clashing down on it. But I wasn't done yet. You see, our manager in the store specifically was pretty chill, and she's still a personal friend to me. 
She had a group chat so we could talk off hours and keep up to date. Now, as I mentioned before, she wouldn't shout about all the men she was playing and how the only thing that mattered was the money. And boy, oh boy, did she use the group chat to say a lot of this. Sometimes one of these dudes would come around and take her for lunch. Let's just say when she was in the back for a while finishing something up, I let them see the text channel if they promised not to show her I told them. So they often go on their lunch date and after one or two days, she'd be down a man. Finally, this boiled over when one of them took her phone and saw how many guys she had been banging for money and messaged all of them saying she was a lying cheat. After two months, her fountain of man money dried up and being demoted to sales associate, she didn't have the money to spend all her lavish nights out or designer clothing. She eventually moved up to another store for more hours and stole money from the till, causing her to get fired. A fitting end to a backstabbing ice queen, I think. I eventually left that job after a year and a half to pursue my current job. Wow, she sounded like a real, real bitch. <laughs> and that's the end of the video. I'm sorry, it can be difficult to find good posts. I did find one I started reading, but I felt like it was fake halfway out, so I quit. They were just doing some key things that you can usually tell when it's fake. Some of the stuff seems made up. Um, the responses seem too articulate, if that makes sense. Like, it seems like an everybody clap situation. And they kept using I know slang for Karen and stuff and like, oh, she looked like this, she looked like this, she acted like this. I know a lot of it is common, but sometimes the descriptions are a little key to being fake. So that's it for the video. Please like and subscribe and have a wonderful day.